Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to Thursday, the 30th day of January 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J right there. Yeah, man. You are listening to The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is Thursday, another busy Thursday on the agenda for us. Another movie to be watched, another podcast to be recorded tonight. Woohoo! And this time around, we're going to go see the uh, the rhythm section, which I keep wanting to call the Rhythm Nation because of the Janet Jackson song, and I don't know. Well, hopefully, it's in it. Hopefully, it's in the soundtrack. <laughs> it's the title sequence. We all live in a Rhythm Nation. Uh, but we are looking forward to that uh, because, well, Big J is an assassin movie. You enjoy those things. Is it an assassin movie? I think it is. No. That's what I'm picking up from the uh, the the trailer. No, possibly. You don't think so? Uh, what do you think it's about then? Tell me what your breakdown is from the trailer. My what? breakdown is something terrible happens to her. She becomes an assassin and then goes after the people that had terrible things happen to her. Uh, a woman seeks revenge against those who orchestrated a plane crash that killed her family. This sounds okay. But I don't think that Maybe she's, she's an not assassin. an assassin. She's yeah. just a regular old Jane. But it's got Jude Law in it, Sterling K. Brown, um, and Blake Lively. That's a pretty good cast if you ask me. Who do you think the bad guy is? Max Casella? Who? No, it's got to be Jude Law, right? Jude yeah, Law's on the stretch where he's playing bad guys He's right good at playing a bad guy he as well. Is. You know why? Because he's British, and we can't trust him as far as we can throw Because he's a new pope. <laughs> is, he one of, is he the new pope or the two popes? Which one the, is I it? think he's the pope. Like, yeah. uh, like, uh, well, wait, isn't Malkovich the pope now? I don't know. I haven't watched any part of it. I've just seen like a, a trailer, and uh-huh. it was for season two, and I'm like, it looks like Jude Law's character is... Uh, like, uh, like transferring from one body to another. I see. So he's and it's himself. Now he's inside John Malkovich. No, I think later. he's still. This is John Malkovich. Is him older? Yeah, I don't know. Listen to us trying to piece together things of nothing. We have any <laughs> idea what we're talking about. This and is what you. This is what you pay for, people. <laughs> when you come here. Oh my God, are they paying for this? They should be. Yeah. Put some money in our pocket, right, Big J? Finally. Popcorn's expensive, is what we're trying to say, everybody. But we have an opportunity for you to go check out a little band called Killswitch Engage during the show today. Big J's got a nerd alert. We're going to talk a wild at heart at the Boise, or excuse me, Zoo Boise, happening in the 9 o'clock hour this morning. So it shall be a busy show. We'll do some important stuff for you right after some jams. Let's do some all along the Watchtower. That's happening right now on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I'm sure you probably noticed, whether you've ordered or not, Big J, that right now, chicken sandwiches at fast food places are having a, a moment in the spotlight, if you will. Slap some fried chicken in between two buns, and you've got uh, a craze. I mean, uh, Popeye's, uh, Chick-fil-A, of course, has always been there. Now McDonald's is adding some things to their breakfast menu. It's just become a thing. Maybe it's because uh, it, it, there is this battle. Maybe it's because people are making, paying more attention. Maybe because, uh, well, it's not the healthiest thing in the world. It certainly is a healthier option on some of these menus, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, these are fried pieces of chicken. <laughs> no, dude. you're right. But I mean, it's still probably better than, like, say, a uh, you know, two patties slathered in Thousand Island dressing. Uh, but. Popeyes introduced the chicken sandwich in 2019. It sold out, prompted other chains to respond by reminding customers of their own chicken offerings and introducing new chicken products. But the popularity of all these things, Big J, you know what it means? What does it mean? It means that smaller chickens are being used to make these dishes. And so now they're getting harder to come by, dude. Poor chickens. Scott Schlair, who owns a poultry producer Bell and Evans, says the issue is that large chickens 
produce meat that's tough and tasteless. And what do you like about that, Big J? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. So those small, smaller chickens, they're juicier. They're tender. This issue now oh, is that yeah. since there's been an increase in the number of small chickens to produce to meet the increased demand, there's starting to be just a little bit of a shortage. Now, nothing to hit the panic button on. But they're like, boy, we got to get these small chickens going. Let's go. So just know that when you bite into a chicken sandwich, you're eating a teeny tiny small chicken. Hope that makes you feel better. Probably best to block that out of your mind, right? Yeah. Stop talking about it, okay? Enjoy your chicken sandwich. You're ruining food. Enjoy your chicken sandwich from your baby chicken. Roger Goodell said in his annual Super Bowl news conference that not enough minority coaches are being hired and changes need to be made to the Rooney rule in the NFL. He says, quote, clearly we're not where we want to be in this issue. Clearly we need to change and do something different. He says he's speaking to several outside sources about whether the league needs to revise the Rooney rule. That's the requirement that teams interview at least one minority candidate for the head coach and general manager openings that they have. Of course, they're doing that, but then hiring whoever they want to anyway in the first two days that they do that. Yeah, hire. well, part of the problem is that, you know, there's the, the the options for coaches. There's not a lot of coaches hiring other minority coaches to coach for them. Right. No, no, it this is a systematic issue. Yeah, it needs to start at the bottom and then move up. And Started it's not. from the bottom and now we're here. At the so top. We'll see what ends up happening. But, you know, there's also, for that, you can also argue the fact that it's a damn shame that Eric Bieniemy hasn't gotten a, even an interview this year. Do you know what I mean? I mean, he's only the offensive coordinator for the Super Bowl AFC representative. Yeah, yeah. And right. nobody interviewed him, which is crazy. Because there is a stigma attached to him that Andy Reid calls all the plays when that is blatantly false. And so now... Oh, that huge sheet that's in front of Andy Reid's face says differently. Well, but. no. I mean, that's the sheet that they both have. It's not to say that he doesn't have some in, you know, influence in things, but it is Eric that's I want to know who printed out the sheet. Oh, I, I believe me. It's neither one of them. It's some rando that gets paid $4 an hour to do that. I need this laminated. Laminated now. Uh, in probably the saddest story that you will see today, former teen star Sean Weiss was arrested this weekend. Suspected of being high on meth while attempted to burglarize a home. He's 40 years old. He looks about 65 to 70 in his mugshot. And Sean Weiss isn't going to sound familiar to you, but he was Goldberg in the Mighty Ducks franchise. The goalie. The big goalie dude. Oh, yeah. He's about, I want to say, 85 pounds. He's all hairy. He's definitely homeless. It's sad. It's uh, it's unfortunate. And he's clearly uh, not in a good way. Local police say that they were called Saturday morning to a home. When they arrived, they found Weiss inside of a vehicle in the garage as they're smashing the window to get into the house and think he had all sorts of meth and stuff on him. So how the mighty ducks have fallen. Jeez, man. Take it easy. I'm just saying. I mean, he's younger than we are, PJ. You should see this mugshot. It is not good. It's not a good look. Meth is a hell of a drug. Stay away from it. That's all I'm trying to say. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, nerd alert time for us. Courtesy of Big J, we'll do some send nudes action as well. Jay's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. And this is a case where gaming Nick and X Rock come together. Finally. 
Breaking Benjamin will be appearing in the video games Adventure Quest 3D and Adventure Quest Worlds. The band members will appear as avatars to perform a battle concert in the game over a two-week period starting February 18th. So uh, what is Adventure Quest 3D and Adventure Quest Worlds? They are uh, MMO games where you have players that they do battles, and this is going to be a special location that they will uh, be having their battles. And in the background, the bands will be playing. Uh, the bands have been playing. Uh, they've done this with Corn, Alice, and Chains, Nick. Uh, so they'll have the battle concert. Uh, the thing that makes this experience a little different is that uh, Breaking Benjamin's concert will take place in a new dimension and be the game's uh, darkest battle concert yet. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, Ben Burley from Breaking Benjamin is a huge gaming junkie. And uh, how does he get into these situations? Well, here's him talking about that. Well, we always have our eyes peeled, and you got to look for the right opportunities to do something like that and I'm constantly playing video games and I look through video game magazines for projects up and coming I find the games and I tell my guy at my label I tell him and then he gets on it sees what he can do about it what a nerd <laughs> Uh, so there you go. That is something that's going to be happening starting February 18th if you're interested. Uh, and thanks to everybody, Grand Theft Auto Online is entering its seventh year more popular than ever. And uh, Rockstar Games, uh, who, of course, put out Grand Theft Auto, have put out a statement. This is their statement. After breaking records for daily, weekly, and monthly average players in July and August consecutively following the release of the Diamond Casino and Resort DLC, the December launch of the Diamond Casino heist broke even those records bringing players back in bigger numbers than ever before over the holiday period, Nick. The back-to-back -back release of these two colossal updates, the biggest GTA Online has ever seen, also made December 2019 our largest month ever in terms of player numbers. So, six years after the game's been released. It's been out for six years? Yeah. What? It's entering its seventh year uh, online, and uh, even more players are playing now than ever before. So, to celebrate this, this is a big deal. Uh, they're going to throw out a couple huge bonuses here for players. So, GTA Online will feature bonus cash up to $2 million in the biggest cash giveaway yet starting January 30th. So that's today. You can earn a million dollars just by playing before February 5th. So really easy. Just go log in and play a little bit. You don't have to do anything special. You'll get a million dollars and then uh, earn another million dollars by playing between February 6th and February 12th. That's a lot of money to help you start if you want to get into this. I, you know, I'd put away the game for a long time and I have really gotten into playing it on, online now and uh, in a way that uh, is a lot of fun. You don't have a lot of the nonsense that's going on if you do it the right way. Yeah, I guess I feel like I'm. I might be missing out. I just. I've just never. I mean, I've tried it and then got. I don't know if I lost interest in it real quick, or I, I, it all seemed kind of confusing to me, and I was I was trying to wrap my head around it, but I've never really immersed myself in the online versions of Red Dead Redemption or yeah, Grand yeah. Theft Auto. And, and by the way, there's a lot of incentives here also, not as nearly as much in the way of foreign money for Red Dead Online as well, but... <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of fun, and it could be potentially more fun. I just wish they had cross-platform play with GTA Online, where people who are playing different platforms could play with each other. I think it would be really, really cool, uh, and it would give us an opportunity to go and do some fun stuff for you and me, because I play Xbox, you're a right. PlayStation guy. Right. So, listen, uh, you want to have some fun and check out what it's all about. Get on there now. You can get some free money. Uh, ahead of the Super Bowl here Sunday, you will be able to replay the original 1987 release of Tecmo Bowl when it comes out on PlayStation 4 and Nintendo switch today not to be confused with the nes version that we're all familiar with nick uh the eight dollar arcade archives release uh, that's making its way to playstation store and eShop this week features a mere two teams the wildcats and the bulldogs huh. and no licensed players this was actually an arcade game that was put out before those 
came out onto uh, onto the console, the NES, which uh, we remember, of course, playing with Bo Jackson and uh, all of his players. Yeah, I I really want them to redo Super Tecmo Bowl because as much as I enjoyed Tecmo Bowl, Super Tecmo Bowl is what I spent the most time with growing up. Like that's the game that I was just attached to and i enjoy Tecmo Bowl just as much as the next guy i uh when we had a wii uh i downloaded it and played it and it was the regular version it was great but i still miss like i'd like to play super Tecmo Bowl because that's what i have most of my memories with i think it's a really fun game well, maybe that'll happen next it'd super be nice Bowl. it's just more plays is really all it breaks down to yep exactly uh, it's uh, it's like twice as many plays as you have with Tecmo Bowl where you have the four runs and the four passes and that's all you got <laughs> so there's your nerd alert courtesy of radio's big j with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, no matter where you turn, there's news about the coronavirus, yes? Is that what it's called? Yes, it's called the coronavirus. Like the beer? Yeah, which is why everybody thinks it's beer-related, but they're all wrong. Hmm. Uh, And so it's a big thing over in China. It has started to make its way into Europe. It has got its first couple of confirmed cases here in the States. And so now everybody's freaking out about it. But let's say you have to travel, Big J. Yeah, and let's luck. say you don't have one of those fancy, you know, doctor masks that you put over your face to make sure that you're only breathing in your own air. You can get one real easily. It's true. And you probably should, by the way, around this time of year. But what can you do to help make sure that you're not sick? The answer is sit near a window. New study from Emory University finds people who sit on window seats on planes had the least amount of contact with people potentially infected with any kind of illness. Those sitting in aisle seats were way more likely to come in contact with passengers moving about in the cabin, airline crew members, anybody else that might be sick. That risks that increases their risk of contact and therefore infection. Study did not count for the transmission of aerosols, which of course is when an illness can be spread through small droplets in the air, and that could be how coronavirus can be spread. So the best way to protect yourself from that is one of those fancy masks on your face. But if you can't, the window might be the way to go. That way you're not uh, rubbing up against a bunch of gross people. You understand? Right. And so there's some free advice for you. If you're super paranoid about it, that might be the way to go. Or don't fly at all. Don't or, travel. Yeah, if you're going to travel, just prepare to die. Yeah. <laughs> Fill out your last will and testament and make sure you're of sound mind and body and then go on that flight and see what happens. Hey, uh, rest in peace to Pro Football Hall of Fame defensive end Chris Dolman, who spent 10 of his 15 seasons with the Minnesota Vikings. He passed away on Tuesday of brain cancer, 58 years old. Had 150 and a half sacks in his career, fifth all-time on the list before retiring in the 1999 season. He was elected into the Hall of Fame in 2012. Growing up a Packer fan, I do remember how scared I was of Chris Dolman. He was a force on that defensive line for the Vikings for years and years and years and was a hell of a player. And so rest in peace, sir, for sure. Big J, uh, Paramount gave people a peek of its SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run with their Super Bowl TV spot. It's going to debut just ahead of the Super Bowl officially. Uh, a whole bunch of guest stars are in it this time around, Big J. Keanu Reeves pops up and stuff. Keanu. Aquafina, you know her. Yeah. And uh, Snoop Dogg are all going to be joining in the fun this year as they now make their official third trip to the big screen in the SpongeBob SquarePants universe. Did you know that Clancy Brown was the voice of Mr. Krabs in the SpongeBob no. uh, universe? Well, I it's probably true. did at some point. Yeah. But the, uh, if you don't know who Clancy Brown is, it took uh, me a second. Uh, he was uh, basically the uh, the bad, uh, I guess, uh, head um, prison officer at Shaw- in Shawshank Redemption. 
Yeah, let's and, not forget Highlander. <laughs> I was going to say he was the bad guy. In Private Highlander. Zim. Uh, and so there's that. Tom Kenny, of course, has been a guest of this show uh, a bunch of times. And uh, Dauber from Coach is uh, also Patrick Starr in SpongeBob SquarePants. Strange hey. but true. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we're going to hell. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. The following We're Going to Hell story needs a little setup. First, you have to know about a couple of things that maybe, just maybe, you're not familiar with. The first is uh, the one that you may be most familiar with. Facebook Marketplace. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, man. So it's essentially like online classified section for people that want to sell things on Facebook, right? Yeah. Uh, and so if you haven't checked it out, it actually is really cool. I don't think a lot of people use it, but it's it's more. It's oh, like I know a, lots of people use it. I, I mean, I, I I swear by it. Uh, I got some incredible deals when I was at it right now. piecing together my apartment. I've got something for sale in there, Big J. Check it out. Really? Yeah, I really need to sell it. And so uh, it's there for people to check out and look at and be a part of and sell things that they no longer want. So if you were familiar with it, it's there. It's on. It's right by Facebook Dating, which now is a thing as well. So you can check that out if you'd like. The second part is, as we're going to the United Kingdom for today's We're Going to Hell story, there is a television show there called Postman Pat. Are you familiar with it? No. Okay, I can't imagine you would be. It's been around since 1981. It ran for like 25 years on the uh, UK equivalent of PBS. It was a very popular children's television show, stop motion animation. And so everybody in the UK is familiar with it. It's like the equivalent of their, uh, I want to say like, uh, like Bob the Builder kind of thing. Okay. And so uh, it's a popular television show. Anybody that's our age in England has grown up with it and is familiar with the concept. Got it? Yeah. So now, fast forward to modern day. There is a story going around the United Kingdom because a ad popped up on Facebook Marketplace there that got people really, really weirded out. A gentleman is selling his Ted Glenn doll from the Postman Pat TV series. Ted Glenn is the local handyman on the show, and he's one of those magic cartoon characters that can fix pretty much anything. You know, something breaks, take it to Glenn, or take it to Ted, he'll take care of it, right? Right. And so the ad says he has a brand new and never used doll that was ordered by mistake. He meant to order a Postman Pat doll, but he ended up getting a Ted from Postman Pat doll. He's selling it for 458 American dollars, Big J. Why is it so expensive? I don't know, man. It's because a real person? It, well, it's a no, it's not a real person, but it is a life-size version of Ted from Postman Pat. Why is it a life-size version of Ted from Postman Pat? Because he ordered a sex doll. You understand? This is a sex doll from a children's television show that this gentleman ordered and he's upset that he got the wrong one. So he's trying to sell it so that he can get the right character from this television show sent to his house and he can do what he wants with it. Ooh, that's super creepy. so off-putting and so weird. Like, number one, it's weird that he wants it. There's no doubt about that. First of all, the whole sex doll thing is weird. Like, that's an automatic red flag and go, that's strange. (coughs) Really strange. Number two... The fact that this guy wants one from a children's television show is really, really frightening, and he probably needs to be followed uh, by authority figures just to make sure. And then third, the fact that there is even a company that's willing to Recreate put this into that. real life is also incredibly off-putting. 
There's just so much wrong with this story. You can't even believe it. I, I mean, if I were had to rank the things that I find offensive in it, I would have a difficult time doing so. Does the guy who's the, the likeness is being used here, does he know about this? Well, it, it, it's a cartoon, Big J, so oh, I'm not sure. Oh, oh. Stop motion animation. So it's not... Ba- and it looks like... A, I mean, other than that, the hands on the doll are really off-putting. But the it looks like a cartoon figure. It's very strange and weird. But yet it's... It's a it's a doll that apparently is made for sexual pleasure, which is strange. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, here's the good news: nobody wants to buy it. It's just gone viral because it's so weird and crazy, and uh, and there shouldn't be this thing in this world. Regardless, I mean, it'd be the equivalent of like an Ernie doll. Do you know what I mean? Like that's just weird. Right. Like that's there's nothing right about that. It would do no that. good unless you had a Burt doll as well. Then you could have a party. Uh, uh. So, while Facebook Marketplace is a good thing, and I guess the good news about it is nobody's buying it. Nobody's buying your red couch either. That's true. That's very true. Here's the good news, though. A hundred bucks. That's right. Jeez. Take it or leave it, Big J. With cover. OBO, by the way. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up in a few short minutes, we are going to talk a little bit about sleeping. It's next on the X-Rock. That is Green Day when I come around here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X-Rocks. Big J, how you sleeping these days, man? Um, yeah, decent. Yeah, pretty good. Let me ask you this. The wife ever keep you up? With her sleeping habits, or vice versa, do you yeah, ever uh, have sure. conversations about how, uh, oh man, there's something you got to do? You keep uh, interrupting my sleep. Uh, no, not really. Not a point of contention. I'm usually asleep before she gets to bed. Okay. So, so uh, but so she doesn't wake you up in the middle of the night, and vice versa. You don't wake not her on up. purpose, right? Well, I mean, it's never on purpose, I mean, right? Every now and then she bite, uh, but it's brief, and I'll fall right back to sleep. Is it from uh, kicking or punching or snoring? No. What's it from? Uh, the light from her phone oh, while she's I see. reading. <laughs> and so if you find yourself in a situation where, you know, maybe it is snoring or it's uh, getting up frequently or it's stealing the covers or whatever, maybe it's just being annoying in bed, but you definitely want to stay with your significant other. It's not that big of a deal. Maybe a sleep divorce is what people would need. Now, uh, according to a new study, 12% of American couples do currently sleep apart. And 30% have talked about maybe getting separate beds or separate bedrooms just because the other person's sleeping habit is so disruptive to their partner that they're just like, mating. I love you, but I can't take it anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, believe it or not, there's a book out called Sleeping Apart, Not Falling Apart, Big J. You understand? Sure. I don't know why it would be any longer than a chapter long. But Jennifer Adams is the author, and she says, hey, listen, this is not necessarily throwing in the white towel or the flag or anything like that. It's just one of those deals where it's like, listen, sleep is important. And so as long as you're very clear to your partner that, listen, this has nothing to do with how I feel about you. It has everything to do with I need sleep, Mother Scratcher, that it it actually could be a good thing. Now, uh, Adams recommends that choosing a time when you both have plenty of time to talk through it, carefully explaining the reasons why you want to try sleeping apart, listen to your partner and do your best to put their minds at ease, especially if they feel hurt or rejected. But I can't imagine a scenario where you wouldn't feel hurt or rejected if this whole thing was brought up, right? Sure. Like, wouldn't yeah. it be, like, awful if they go, listen, here's the deal. I think I want another bedroom. <laughs> You'd be like, whoa, what? What? For real? 
Oh my God. Yeah, let's get out the uh, the adverts and start looking at uh, apartments for you. And so it, it certainly that goes. would be probably a point of contention for me, but I would I guess you want to be understanding about what they're going through at night, right? Well, you would hope so. Like, I mean, that's where you probably would have to get, like, a sleep apnea machine, right? If it's the snoring or something. And just go tell me what I need to do. Good God almighty. Uh, but if you sleep apart, that's cool, I guess. But, like... It's going back to the... Fi- you know, people used to sleep in separate beds. Right, right. But it was on TV all the time. Yeah. Or was that just the way TV projected things? That's a... I know what? That's a superb question. How did we find out? I don't... I guess we talked to our grandparents. Like, I mean, I remember in my grandparents... grandparents and even my great-grandparents' house. They, But, I mean, you remember when you were kids? Did they have separate beds? My grandparents and great-grandparents didn't. It was one big bed. Well, I can't... It's because my great-grandparents and grandparents got it on. You understand, Big J? Mine didn't. Oh, no. Did they have separate beds? Yeah. Oh. My grandpa was in the VA. Well, that makes sense. He's paralyzed. Gotta bring it down. Way to go, Big J. Hey, you brought it up, dude. I didn't ask anything about your grandfather's physical or mental well-being. You asked if... You said they are getting it on. Mine didn't. I was telling you why. <laughs> I didn't ask there why. There was a reason. Just said, oh, that's unfortunate. Morning after with Nick. So they literally slept in separate beds. <laughs> Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Sunday, Big J. It's the big game. We're going to be out at Dave and Buster's 2 to 4 p.m. Live broadcast kickoff a little bit after 4.30. We're going to be out there for the whole game as well. But you're going to want to get there before kickoff to take part in the Super Square Pool. And then what happens on Monday, Big J? Of course, you and I will be we back at work. We call in sick. Yeah. Or, or already make arrangements to make sure that Monday's not the day you're working. Dang it. So I, I was going to save this for the end of the show. You know, whatever I say. Right? When we wrap things up. Yeah, I'm familiar with And uh, I was going to say, we should lead the way here. And we should have a best of show on Monday. <laughs> Uh, and so it, it is a Unfortunately, that thing. means somebody else has to come That's in. right. That, all we do is screw somebody else over I when mean, we do that. Even if we just sit here, but we just play the best of as a point of Contention. emphasis. Yes. Uh, it's like a silent protest. Uh, but either way, a survey by the Workforce Institute has found that about 17.5 million employees will catch what they call Super Bowl fever this year. It's the most people since they began tracking in 2005. It's estimated about 11 million workers plan on using pre-approved vacation time to stay home the day after the Super Bowl. Boo. And that 4.7 million will call out sick, even though they're not sick. Even worse, $1.5 million say they're going to ghost their employer or just not show up without telling anybody. 2020 is expected to be one of the biggest years for workplace absences. As about 48% of those polls expect to miss some work, call in late, or even be distracted on the job due to huge things happening this year so get ready monday is going to be a day of low productivity but it has been for years you know yep that's why we made this uh this statement a long long time ago that monday should be a holiday and we should just call it off i mean it doesn't do anybody any favor yeah and, and that's moving the game to saturday isn't fix it either no not at all and that's not how it works it's not how nfl works Football Sundays, right? Yeah. Huh? And so, not a good idea to move it. Just give everybody the day off. But then, you know, listen, there's plenty of people that don't care at all about the football game on Sunday. And I'm sure it's just another weekend to them. But we don't know those people. Who are they, right? Who are they? Who are you? What are you doing with my my football? 
Uh, Astros officially hired Dusty Baker yesterday, as we had been talking about. A one-year deal for the 70-year-old Baker, who last managed the Nationals back in 2017. He's got 22 years of baseball experience. The Astros say they're happy to bring him on board. Do you believe them, Big J? No. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Could be. They're just a bunch of filthy liars. Who knows? You never know. I mean, they are a bunch of filthy liars. They cheated their way to a championship, but whatever. Hey, Margot Robbie is getting ready for Birds of Prey, and she says, wait until you see the action scenes in the movie. She was saying that uh, she's a little bit less formidable than Harley Quinn when it comes to some stuff, but she loves to do stunt work, so it had her chance to do some of these things and have some real fun making the movie. Uh, Renee Moneymaker is the person that is doing all the real stunt work. She wanted to make sure that her stunt person got a shot up, but uh, they've got her doing a whole lot of things in the movie that you can check out for yourself. Birds of Prey officially opens up on February 7th, and Jay and I were talking, and we were excited for the movie, but it seems... Like, not super buzzworthy, right? Or there's not a lot of buzz surrounding it. Maybe it's, I mean, I know we're still a week away, a week plus away. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I just see now people are coming out with some reactions from the premieres in uh, Europe. Good, bad, Very good. Good. I want it to be a good movie. She was easily the best part of Suicide Squad. So uh, hopefully Birds of Prey ends up being fun and good. And it comes out on February 7th. So get ready. Margot Robbie wants you to see it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, coming up here uh, Sunday, March 29th at the Rev Center. Killswitch Engage coming to town with August Burns Red and uh, Light the Torch. Going to be held a show. We'll get you tickets to that if you can figure out uh, how to beat Nick here in Pop Culture SmackDown. Could be rough today. Uh, why do you say that? I, I don't know. I, I, I rough for me? No, no. I mean, I oh. think you know the answers to these, but I never know. All right. That's a crapshoot. All right. Uh, it's why it's the game. It's all about the game. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to play. Big J's got the questions. Hopefully you have the answers. Let's head ourselves to the phones. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Hi, who's this? It's Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Good morning. Good luck to you. This dark night once went on a curse-laden rant about professionalism on set during the filming of Terminator Salvation. Is it Christian Bale? Right, it's Christian Bale, yes. Uh, Nick, Christian Bale has won one Oscar for lead actor portraying a real-life person. Who might that have been? Who was the real-life person? Yeah, that, that he was he, portraying. That he won the Oscar for? Yes. <sighs> was it the boxer movie? What the hell was it? Uh, Mickey Ward? Mickey Ward is not correct. Wrong. He transformed his entire body, got kind of fat for this. Playing Dick Cheney in Vice. Uh, did he win? Yeah. Uh, I thought he was just nominated. I didn't think he won. Wrong. I, I, I knew. I knew he was nominated. It's the only for Dick Oscar Cheney. he's won so far. But I thought. I thought it was. Uh, I thought he just got nominated. Hey, congratulations, Bobby. It was that easy. Yeah, it wasn't it was hard easy. at all. Sorry. Uh, you, sorry. You it's Christian Bale's birthday, by the way, today. Tickets to check out. Uh, Kill Switch Engage coming up if, at the Rev Center. If it wasn't for birthdays, I'd have no question. That's true. Well, sometimes it just takes that to uh, kickstart the old mind racing as to what I can ask questions about. It's a good thing. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. Headlines are next in the X-Rock. Headlines brought to you by Dave and Busters. That's where Jay and I are going to be, the whole X crew, this Sunday for our big game party. You're invited, man. It's absolutely free. You just got to show up and have a good time. We're going to be out there broadcasting live 2 to 4 p.m. on Sunday. 
And then kickoff is a little bit after 4.30. You're going to want to get there before kickoff to take part in our free Super Square Pool. Your chance to win tool tickets in this moment, tickets, corn tickets, an autograph-breaking Benjamin guitar, cool stuff from Fireball Whiskey, and a very cool brand-new Nintendo Switch, courtesy of Dave & Buster. So get on out there. We're going to be do giveaways all throughout the game, and we're going to let you watch the game and shut up while, we, while you do it. To me, that's the best part. I agree. I don't want to get interrupted by the game the I whole time that either. stuff. I do too. Like, if I mean, I don't mind going out for the game, but hey, I want to watch the commercials too. So we know when to shut up is the point. Uh, it's so. why I would never really wanted to do Super Bowl party type things right. because I'm like, yeah, I want to watch all this stuff. I'm a loser. And we're going to let you watch it. All of our stuff is it is also bad before. that I've been planning on what I want to get to eat? Uh, yeah, I think is maybe. That, like, what, are, what, what, roll it down for me. What are you planning on eating? I don't know, man. I'm still trying to figure out, you know, between maybe get both, like nachos and a burger. But sometimes I feel like, oh, I'm slipping back into that whole binge thing because, uh, you know, I'm, well, it's, Super Bowl it's a ritual. Uh, well, you know, I guess even worse is I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to drink something. It's going to be great. So uh, we both have our problems. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Join us in our problems at Dave & Buster's this Sunday. Again, the fun begins at 2. Headlines are as follows. Seems like a waste. What? How? And you're in trouble. What? How? Some mistakes are bigger than others. Orange County Fire Rescue in Florida says a man in Orlando was attempting to fill up his 18-foot boat, uh, 18 foot boat with gas on Monday when he accidentally pumped 30 gallons of gas just into the cockpit. Glub, glub, glub. How many gallons? 30. About $40 worth of fuel made it into the actual gas tank, and wow. then $60 worth ended up just in the cockpit. A tweet about the incident says the man was overexcited to go fishing with his buddies when he made the mistake. <laughs> so then they had to bring out a hazmat team. They had to siphon the gas out of the boat. Thankfully, no injuries or evacuations had to be reported at the station. But man, know where you're pouring that gas, bro. You know what the best part, the best way to hazmat that is, is light a match. Oh, no. You don't deserve this boat. Seems like a waste or you're in trouble. You're in trouble. No. No. Usually speakeasies sell <laughs> alcohol, but this one wasn't supposed to be. Police in Homewood, Pennsylvania discovered Club Secrets 412 was selling alcohol without mm. a license. Investigators raided the place after getting a tip and seizing 47 liters of liquor. Five people working at the speakeasy faced charges. Owner has been charged with six counts of illegal sales of liquor without a liquor license, among other things. So it's a reminder that speakeasies uh, are not a good idea if you're an owner of one. Also, what would be the appeal of a speakeasy. I don't know, man. Like, are you living in the 20s? Is that what's going on? I, I, unless you're like role-playing or cosplaying or something, that thing. I'm like, alcohol is readily available wherever yeah. you want to go. Why would you go to a place that's selling it illegally? Yeah, you're going to get all dappered up and uh, go down to the speakeasy? I mean, I know, like, you know, you even go back to Swiggers. Like, sometimes part of the fun of, of going out to a place is actually finding it because it's not, like, listed. But, like, speakeasies? I don't know, man. I don't know. You don't need it. It's weird. It's not necessary. Wrap it up with seems like a waste. A UK-based casket manufacturer is livening things up a bit. How about this, Big J? A glitter-coated coffin. What do you think? No. The Glitter Coffin Company says it offers a wide variety of beautiful glitter and crystal coffin and caskets for about $220. They come in dozens of colors from lilac to rose gold, and each one is made to order. The company even ships worldwide. They offer small sizes, too, that would be suitable for pets, in case you want to do that, as well as glittering ash boxes, Big J, for those of you that want to be cremated. How about a little flare in your funeral? No, huh? man, I don't need that. I'm going to have all the flare I need. 
I don't know why you would want a glitter casket either. But if you do, there's a lot of things. I'm not sure why there are uh, things available to us post-death. But they are. You can pretty much get anything you want. I don't know why anybody would want to have a party where you're, like, standing up and pretending things are happening while you're dead. I'm not sure that is a thing either. But there you have it. We've talked about it. Lots of weird stuff you can do once you've passed this mortal coil. Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is an honor and privilege to welcome back into the studio our friend Jeff Augusta from Zoo Boise. Good morning, man. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming in and talking a little bit about a cool thing that the zoo is doing called Wild at Heart. Give us some details about that for the uh, the kids and everybody, really, right? Yeah, I mean, the great thing about Wild at Heart is it's a free admission day. So no one's going to have to pay to get into the zoo. Um, and it's a Valentine's-themed event. So we're a couple weeks early from Valentine's Day. But for the animals, this is their Valentine's Day. They're going to get enrichments and treats and toys and there's a whole schedule about when that's happening so people can actually see them rip apart some boxes with fun treats and toys inside of it and really see them interact with it uh i know this is a silly question but do do they, they kind of know that they're getting something special here you know they can they start noticing when uh, a lot of times the animals will be what we call shift and that's so that's kind of a zoo term meaning they're being moved off exhibit for a few minutes so that's just, so the zookeepers can safely come and bring something right. into their exhibit so if they're either being shift off exhibit that means there's some sort of incentive for them to be moved off exhibit for a few minutes. So they're a- amable. They're like, okay, I'll go ahead and move here because I know something's coming. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> right. And it's so, and we try and give them something that will kind of stimulate their natural behaviors. Right. And so if an animal's maybe a forager, we might hide something for them. If an animal's <laughs> uh, like a lion, they want to rip something open. So there might be something <laughs> for them to, to rip open. And and the, and the great thing is the guests get to see that happen. Very cool. Yeah. And it's something you guys have been doing the last couple of years, which is great. And free admission days are always huge at the zoo. doesn't matter what's going on. It's always great to bring the family down, get into the zoo for free. And I imagine that's an important part about the zoo, uh, keeping pace with the community, making sure they know that, hey, we're here, we're having good times, we're trying to help make sure people have things to do, right? The community has been amazing about supporting us all year long, about supporting our wildlife conservation mission. And so this is our chance to really give back, to be accessible to everybody in the community, to come in and just enjoy the zoo. And, and our new Gorn goes to expansion opened this last summer so we are no longer under construction if anybody thinks we're still under construction we are now fully open and bigger than ever and the great thing is there is going to be a free shuttle if you're concerned about parking that's happening at ann morrison park at the softball fields there'll be a pickup spot right there great give us the uh, the hours for wild and heart yes. when's it all going on yeah, it's happening from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. The last admission into the zoo is at 4.30 p.m., but we'll be open till 5. So so 10 to 5, free admission. And these uh, these treats that are going on are going to be happening throughout the entire day, right? Or is there a prime time that you would that people should come if they want to check no. out all this stuff? Yeah, uh, That's a good question. It's going to be happening all day on the hour. Uh, actually, on the half hour, I apologize. And you can actually go to our website um, or to our Facebook event page, and we actually already have that schedule listed. So if you're saying, I want to specifically see a certain animal... Then you can find that that nice. time on the website. It's really cool. Wild at Heart is happening at Zoo Boise. It's a really great place. And you know, I, I know, uh, you know, looking at the calendar for Zoo Boise, there's always really cool and awesome events coming up throughout the entire year, and something to look forward to, no matter what's happening. A lot of holiday themed things, but even not. I mean, you have Zoo yearly passes that you can go and bring family in there the entire year, whatever they want to. That gives you basically you pay a one nominal fee, and it gets you in for the entire year, which is a fantastic thing. We have a season pass for our family. It's a great thing to do. And now that you have mentioned the whole Zoo 
zoo is open and all the exhibits are there. There is a lot of space. There's a lot of animals. There's a lot of cool new things that you can check out at Zoo Boise for sure. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're bigger than ever. And uh, if you think if you need a cool Valentine's Day gift, we do have our name of cockroaches back. So just like <laughs> just like cockroaches, if your love can survive anything for only ten bucks, you can name a, a cockroach after somebody. So that's our it's a fun little Valentine's thing happening as that's, well. That's a lot of fun. It's great and it's really romantic, Jeff. Good job. I like it very much. Check it out for yourself. Go check out uh, Wild at Heart at Zoo Boise this weekend. And thank you very much, man. Appreciate you coming in. Dude. Hey, we really appreciate. It. Thank you. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, let's get you set up with a CD of choice here at the luxurious X Rock Studios uh, and the cabinet filled with all kinds of stuff. Lots of CDs in there for you to choose from. You get to pick of the litter. Run your hands in there and point one out and go, that's mine, that's mine now. You have an opportunity to win that with Bad Impressions, which works just like this. Big J has got three clues. They all revolve around somebody that is pretty famous. Fictitious today. Oh, a fictional character. Not a real person, but still equally famous, yes? Yep. All right. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to play this particular game. Big J is ready. Hopefully you are as well. Good morning, The X. Morning. Morning, man. What's your name? Austin. All right, Austin. Good luck. I'm a 50-year-old baby. Uh, next. Before The Mandalorian came out in December, the world was a cold and dark place. Next. My name isn't even Yoda or Yoda Jr. Is it Baby Yoda? There you go. Baby Yoda. You will accept Baby Yoda as the answer? Yeah. Congratulations, man. You got the CD of choice. Hang on just one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're set and good to go. But the real name, according to the TV show, is what? Well, we don't know. The child, anyway. At least well, that's what we're child. being told right now. Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, this you know we've been complaining about the lack of you know um, different materials, I guess. What is Official it? Official merch, merch of Baby Yoda. Right. Well, this is uh, big news here and going to be big money that uh, the folks at Sideshow Collectibles, so they they make the best, most detailed action figures you can get. They're making a life-size figure of Baby Yoda standing at 16 inches, 5 feet tall. So, baby, so the life-size Baby Yoda is a foot and a half tall. Yeah, he's All not right. very big. And uh, it is going up for pre-sale right now. It's going to set you back only 350 bucks. To me, that's a steal for the way people are going crazy about Baby Yoda. Will you get one? I might not, but, uh, but my kid might. All right. All right. Because she's got money to burn because she doesn't pay rent. <laughs> that so. sounds like it's a personal issue that you would like to hammer out with no, her. No, no, I'm but... perfectly okay with it because I benefit greatly. Uh, yeah, you get a baby Yoda in your house, yeah. maybe. Oh, man. You take pictures with it. Carry it around. I go viral. Yeah. Put it in a little backpack. Yeah. I mean, sure. Right? We'll get you, around. We can get you a Mandalorian costume and you can, uh, you yeah. can do like, little like TikTok adventures of you I and mean, baby Yoda. Extra, extra, extra large Mandalorian. That would be my name. Yeah, custom made probably. Uh, there you go. There's your bad impressions. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up this show here next on the X Rock. That is Shine Down. Attention, attention. Wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this 30th day of January 2020. Thanks for getting up and hanging out with us on this Thursday morning. We do appreciate it. Had a chance to learn a lot about video games, including Breaking Benjamin live concerts and Big J's Nerd Alert. Or is it live? Is it kind of pre-taped concert stuff running in the background uh, or are they playing as it's going on they're playing as it's going on not huh? in real life no they're, they're not it's not like a like an avatar that's happening as they're doing it kind of a thing so it's like they've piped in a concert kind of thing and put yeah they've graphics created around a concert it. all right 
that's still pretty cool. Yeah. You have a chance to do that. We also uh, talked a little bit about sleep divorces and learned a lot about Big J's family in the process of it today. What the hell does that mean? Well, we, we did. We learned a lot about your family life early on, or your early family life anyway. And we also had a chance to talk about weird-ass sex dolls, so it was a fairly full Thursday show. we did everything. Big J, that leaves you with the floor, sir. Uh, Yeah, there's nothing left. Nothing? Nothing left. Excited about tonight? Get the movies, the uh, Cinemark Majestic Theaters? Please join us. You mean, you can come hang out and watch a movie with us. We're going to the 7 o'clock rhythm, uh, the rhythm section movie. The rhythm section starring? Blake Lively. Second movie I've ever seen with her. That's right. Oh, that's right. We deep dove into that, and you figured out you did yeah. see at least one. Yeah. What was the movie that you saw? Uh, no, I don't remember. Oh, Green Lantern, right? That was it. Yes, Green yes, Lantern you're right. It. And so uh, she is back, and so is Big J. And we'll watch the rhythm section tonight, give you a full podcast about that tomorrow on xrock.com. Jason Drew's up next. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com. It's the website for Team Mazda Subaru. Go check them out for your next new or used car adventure. See you tomorrow. See you,